Yeah, it's right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's alive right. now. Originally released on the PlayStation 5, Returnal, the third-person roguelike developed by House Marquis, hit the console on April 30th, 2021. The game follows Celine Vassos, an astronaut who lands on the planet Atropos in search for the mysterious white sh shadow signal, finds herself trapped in a time loop. And with each loop, more and more secrets are revealed. Returnal received, you know, general favorable like favorable reviews when it was first released you know based on the combat the visual and audio design um and uh you know there were there were some some mixed things about the roguelike elements and the not being able to pause your game <laughs> to save in the middle of a run but finally on february 15 2023 returnal hit the pc on steam and the epic game store supporting new features that add to the experience and immersion on pc does the pc version live up to the pc ps5's original awesomeness let's find out on this week's geeks with kids review with me eric brent and special guest pascal cat how's it going guys yay it's going good that was the most like that was the best intro I've ever done. It's like, you know, just we could have let Pascal do the intro. She could have like just winged it off the cup, but it's it true. probably would have gone for about fifty-five minutes. So it happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we have two people who are really good at Returnal, and then there's me here who is like I'm, a little. No, we have we have stages. Like you're you're I'm and then she's like no like yeah. Wait, let me tilt yeah. the camera up like. <laughs> and that's why we. Sure, that's it. that's we a good there. range. We need it yeah. because, you know, we need to have that full experience for everyone. I know a lot of people aren't really into roguelike games, but I love rogue, roguelike mm -hmm. games. And this is a really good one. Um, yes. So before we start, I'm, I'd like to thank Sony for sending us a review copy so that we could check out the game early and just see how it is. Um, because this is Geeks with Kids. This is not really a roundtable. It's just us chatting about the the game. So it's pretty pretty much a fireside chat where you know just a bunch of friends are here talking about things that we enjoy so let's start with the story um it's sort of hard to encompass this whole story because it is a mystery and i don't really want to spoil it for people out there like we'll 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 make it pretty vague but what did you guys think of the story of this astronaut sort of discovering this time loop the first time you played the game and you know subsequent times you've played it I mean, I didn't even know what the hell the story was the first time I played it because I think I probably got about 45 minutes into playing this game and said, screw this shit. This is way too hard. And I stopped playing. I remember and I remember you. I, I was like, quite I angry with how difficult it, the game was. And I knew that you had just started it too. And you're like, I guess you haven't thrown your controller yet. I was like, I don't know what that means. I just started mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I did though. I did. I eventually did. And I quit the game for about nine months and then finally came back and tried it again and fell in love with it. And I, it's, I love a story that just slowly unfolds bit by bit. And mm -hmm. that doesn't spell everything out for you. It's, you know, it's, it's games like hollow Knight and stuff like that where the lore is there for you to find, for you to discover, and for you to figure out what's happening on your own. It doesn't have to just spell everything out for you. And I love games that do that. Like from finding all the little items, like the log files of uh, previous recordings from her being there, to like the all of the storylines as you go through the house and you start to see more about her, like her backstory and her personal life and what's led up to it. And I don't want to go beyond that as far as the story, but I just love the way it unfolds. Pascal? Um, it's just very quickly before I get into the story, since we're at the very beginning, I just wanted to give a quick uh, description, a quick concise description of Returnal for any, anyone watching this. I think Returnal is a 
third person bullet hell shooter roguelite with sci-fi cosmic horror themes yep. that's what you're in for yeah i should have um, said bullet hell i totally forgot to say that because it is yeah yeah it is it's so good yeah, you get shot um <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah i i personally really like the story uh, sometimes I have a hard time deciding whether I like the gameplay or the story more. Uh, and I know that can be polarizing. But yeah, when I first started playing, it definitely, it definitely draws you in. You're like, what, what is going on? Um, and you, you slowly learn a l- little bit more, uh, especially with all the, the cosmic horror themes that drives you in uh, as well. The only issue, I think, is I've watched hundreds of streams of this game and people will get to the ending and sometimes both the streamer and the viewers will go like, that's it. That's how this ends. Um, and I think part of it is that, um, I'll, I'll hear the streamer talking about what they understood of the story. And it's, it's fairly clear to me at least that they missed a fair bit or they got some things wrong. And I think the story in the returnal is, is really like literary level. Like there's there's a lot of foreshadowing. There's environmental storytelling. There's a lot of symbolism and uh, overarching themes that I really like. So I think it really benefits from close reading. And when people get to the end, and I see them get things wrong or wonder about certain things, um, like not being sure who a character is or why they look a certain way or things like that, I think those questions are really invitations and good starting points to dig deeper and find the answer. And if you do that, I think Returnal does have a a fairly cohesive story, actually. Um, I know some people don't like open-ended stories, and the the director, Harry Kruger, did an interview where uh, he he said that they specifically designed it so that multiple interpretations of the story can be valid at the same time. I think that's more... That, that applies more to, like, the, uh, the nature of reality in the game. I think the actual details are, are a bit more concise than that. But, yeah, I know that's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I think, I, I, think it's, I think it's good. I think it's, it's poetic in a lot of ways. And, uh, yeah. There's a lot of... Also- sorry, I was just going to say, there's a lot of sci-fi, like, psychological horror films and even games out there that sort of end on an ambiguous ambiguous note and i think i love that like it like a lot of the themes comes come from your personal experience with your journey mm-hmm. and i feel like this is one of those games where that happens and that's why i'm gonna echo off what she was saying there uh, so i had mentioned this before we started about how i had like this little anecdote to tell the uh about almost a year ago actually it was about a year ago now i did a crowd control stream like this was the first game when i started streaming this was the first main game that i was playing that got people in watching me that helped me start to build a community and i met like a whole big community of people who were into this game very passionate about it and they really helped me grow which was fantastic that's how i met pascal was it was about a year ago playing this game but i did a crowd control stream of this one day where i let chat do uh redeems that would mess with me playing and one of the redeems i did was i would create a theme song for the game just off the top of my head and recorded it and somebody clipped it and this clip has haunted me for the past year because it is the only goddamn clip that ever comes up when people shout me out on twitch so on day one and now finally that. finally <laughs> after about three months the past three months it has not showed up at all i was like thank god it's finally done i don't have to hear myself sing anymore 
day one of Returnal releasing on PC, I go into a chat, somebody shouts me out, and that clip comes up. And the first thing I get is an entire chat room full of people going, dude, you just spoiled the goddamn game. Oh. And I was like, I... Wow. Because I, I do basically, like, lay out what happens in the story in this clip. And I was like, I apologize, guys, but I'm like, but I'm telling you, like, surface level what happens in this game. Like, that's that's the bare minimum of of what happens. Like, there's way more to the game than just that. Trust me, but I felt really kind of bad about it. That's yeah, unfortunate. It wasn't really yeah. your fault. You're not the one who. It was wasn't like, my fault, yeah. but it's it's. I didn't take that in consideration. That like, hey, if that yeah. comes up, there's a whole new generation of people now that are playing this game for the very first time. Yeah, yeah. I I I remember watching this or playing this game for the first time, and I didn't. I hadn't really seen any trailers for it because I like House Marky or House Mark. Um, I've I played a number of their games previously, but the. The elements that they took from like the alien franchise, like strong female protagonist, mm-hmm. and then her lone wolf sort of journey through this, and then even just the design, like the visual design. Yeah, from just the, the HR aliens, Geiger design the from design. everything in it. Even the sound design is very alien esque, and it was mm-hmm. it was just an amazing experience to go through. Um, so, like we were said earlier, this is a roguelike bullet hell, some horror all element game. I, I'm pretty sure Pascal added a number of other descriptors in there that i can't yeah. remember um yeah and like most roguelikes you discover weapons and power-ups as you go through the game and then occasionally you get these permanent tools that you unlock as you you know beat each boss in each biome um and like i stopped playing this game on ps5 before they started adding the the suspend of run so getting into this on pc and seeing that show up i was like mm. oh that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was why. That and, was the main reason I quit the PS5 version originally. Was I didn't <laughs> like the fact that if I wanted to do good, you know, like the game is so hard, and if I want to progress, I have to never turn. My, it wasn't even just like you can't see. It's you can't. You turn your console off. That's it. Start off from scratch. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, I don't want that at all. I remember them saying, um, you know, just put it on suspend. You'll be fine if you put on suspend, but then, you know, you'd lose power or you'd lose yeah. connection to your network. And or you want to play another game for, for an hour or something like that. You can you couldn't do anything unless you, if you didn't leave the game running. Yeah. Um, but this was really was a unique experience. Like, I don't think I've ever played anything like the, the balance between roguelike and bullet hell in this game is done to a really good degree. Um, I don't know how, what did you guys think of your experience when you started playing this game? Like, the 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 different types of gameplay that are in it anyone i mean i when i i wasn't really super familiar of roguelike games in general when i started playing this game i'd never played anything like dead cells or or anything like that beforehand it was actually this game that got me into roguelikes because i like the idea of the whole like live die repeat sorry to borrow a tom cruise movie quote but uh, or the original okay. the original title of the uh yeah um but no that's i i love the idea of like anything where you just get you learn and you get better and better each time you play it and i like the way that the game does reward you in the sense of like every time you you hit a certain benchmark they're like here's an item so that the next time you go through you don't have to do that anymore but we still think you should but you don't have to so it's like even then, as you're progressing in the game and you're getting better, you're you're left with options on how to play, which I thought was really ingenious. Pascal? Yeah. Um, 
So, sorry, I feel like I, I didn't finish off just, just oh, my sorry. last thought on the story stuff. I just want to say, and I think another thing that people didn't expect was, I think pe some people were, were expecting more of, like, just an action-packed story. Yeah. And it's more a story about, like, cycles of familial trauma. So it's, it might be a little on the... Well, I mean, it's still pretty gritty, but a little on the on the softer emotional side than uh, some people might have wanted. But yeah. uh, yes, yeah, so about my experience. So this was kind of the first <laughs> game that I played in over a decade. Um, and I spent, I think, like over 100 deaths just in the first biome, just just banging my head against a wall over and over again. And for some reason, I decided this is what We've I wanted to there. jump in on. Yeah, so yeah. I was kind fine with the whole roguelike thing yeah i think i liked it i think i was a little masochistic i um, think everyone in that first biome did not expect what it was like because no. i i died hundreds of times i'm sure before i finally beat that first boss and i was so happy like yeah that moment it has just a... like i have to take a i have to take a break i'm so happy but i need a moment <laughs> yeah it has a steep learning curve but once it clicks it it really clicks yeah mm -hmm. And like coming back to the game after all those years, I know Brent, like you said, like the first time I played it again, I was like, oh, I beat the first biome. I did the same thing. Yeah, I, I hadn't played the game. I haven't played the game pretty much in almost a year. And then it's like the first time picking it up, I got through the first biome on my first life. And I was like, Ooh, shit, not so much the second one, though. No, same. <laughs> and still struggling through number two. But... Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it does. Something familiar happens when you pick up that controller and go through this again and speaking of controller this the uh, the pc port does allow you to hook up your dual sense so you can have the full dual sense functionality um did you guys use controller or did you use keyboard mouse i know they had the keyboard mouse i thought that was a little weird for me but i, I use controller but i didn't use i because i had i didn't know what i had to do to like pair my every time i tried to pair my dual sense to my pc uh it just kept pairing back to my playstation you so to i just said, whatever I even yeah. wiring it in still wasn't working for me. Oh. Um, I couldn't get it to work, so I was just like, "Ah, I'll play on the on the Xbox 360 controller." Like, yeah, I lose the adaptive triggers, I lose the haptics and that, but I mean, like, I I I know what to expect from that from the PlayStation version. So, can you do the half um, trigger pull for it? No, no, it doesn't have a no. Yeah, none of those. Oh, Pascal, did you yeah. end up going a uh, controller? Did you try and do uh, the keyboard I, piece, uh, mouse route? I will try to do the mouse and keyboard route and just to see how how it how it's different. But for now, I've just done controller because I've never played PC games, so it Fair. was yeah, it was comfortable. I just wanted to get through it and evaluate it and compare it to PS Five. Yeah, the um the left joystick, the movement, um is so precise on the Dual Sense that when you use WASD, wait WASD WASD. The, the mm -hmm. turning isn't as fast or the movement is, mm -hmm. doesn't feel as precise as using a controller. I don't know. Maybe that's just a personal feel. Um, I did notice like playing playing the PS5 version today with the DualSense and then playing the PC version right afterwards again to try to compare the two of them. And it, this might just be a difference in controller and not necessarily in performance. Mm -hmm. But I did notice that it was a lot more fluid movement on the PS5 through the DualSense than it was playing on PC um, or sorry, the, uh, the opposite. I found I had a lot more control playing on PS5. Like there was too often today when I'm playing on PC and I'm like, there's an enemy shooting at me and I'm trying to just take a little sidestep to duck behind a, a cover and the little sidestep would cause me to go off the map. And I'd be hmm. like, okay, that's, that's slow down. Uh, 
that could just be like the performance settings for the controller that I'm noticing, but like that was the only issue that I was noticing was really different between the two. Interesting. Did you notice any other uh, gameplay issues you had or performance issues between the PC and PS5? I played both today just so I could you know compare as well. Other than like the 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 like we talked about like the the stuttering just for you might as well just get for into like that. the yeah just. This game requires, like, from PC, it requires you to have a, a pretty damn good system to run it properly. Um, like, a very, very, very well put together system. Yeah. Um, uh, let, I, me, let me get just go over the specs. So, for yeah. minimum, their minimum specs are uh, an NVIDIA GeForce 1060 or a Radeon RX 580, an i5-6400 or a Ryzen 5 5500X. That's all just for a minimum at um, 720p. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted ray tracing... Let's see, a 3080 or an RX 6950, an Intel i9 or Ryzen 9 5900X, and then 32 gigs of RAM for anything over, you know, 1080p. Like, those are pretty heavy specs for... Yeah. And, like, I'm running mine off of... I'm running all of this off of a laptop. Like, it's a pretty damn good laptop, but I have a a Ryzen 7 uh, 5800. So it's, I'm able to run the game, but I have to run it on the lowest possible settings. Mm-hmm. And even then, like I said, it's maxing out my GPU uh, to almost 100% every second I'm playing it. Anytime I get into any room that has a lot, not just a lot of like enemy activity, but if there's a lot of rendering to come into the game, like if it's a, I'm finding it's, if it's one of those rooms that's a much larger open space, um, it tends to cause a lot of stuttering issues. Not, to the point that it's breaking the game for me or making it unplayable, but it, it definitely is. It's noticeable. Did you try any of the, like the deep learning super sampling, like the DLSS or I think for AMD I, cards are it's FSR? No, I just basically tried to lower everything that I possibly could on, on the game down to like the lowest possible settings that it would, uh, that wouldn't affect it. I, I wonder and, what it would be like if you used one of those settings. Like they generally boost the performance without taking too much fidelity away um mm-hmm. and it was one of the features they were touting they're like hey we're coming yeah. to pc we're gonna have some big specs but we have this i'm, I'm just looking forward to the fact that probably in about a month's time i'll have my pc completed and it's, it's it'll be build. well enough that that oh yeah this it'd probably be the first thing i stream is the pc version of this just no to, i meant like you should really stream yourself out. putting it together well it's about half put together right now <laughs> i just, I just need the last few components so that's fair there. Do you notice anything, Pascal, on your your runs in yeah. the PC? Yeah. I'm so I any bugs or any any performance issues, or you know, maybe you didn't have performance issues when you went through the runs. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, so I played it on release. <laughs> I played it on release, mm-hmm. and I have a GeForce 3090 and an i9 uh, 13900K. Um, so. I also have a fairly new motherboard, though. So since then, I've updated my BIOS. But yeah, I definitely had a lot of stuttering uh, that first day, much more than on the PS5. And I had a few crashes, the first of which I was streaming, and it crashed my entire PC while streaming. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the other two times, it just crashed the, the app. But yes, yeah, so since then, I've uh, the, the game did have has had a patch on the 17th. 
so I, I got that patch and I updated the BIOS and did a couple other tweaks. Um, so I think I'm, I need some more time with it. I know I, I was seeing stutters, not just like when you go through a door, but in the middle of combat a lot, especially the, uh, the anti-energy pulse consumable. I'm really surprised they didn't have that in the benchmark that you, that you can run to, to test your system. Uh, cause that really is a stress test. It'll, it just puts particles everywhere. But anyway, so yeah, especially in the middle of combat, it, it will uh, drop frames. Uh, so I, I feel like, yeah, I can't completely say it. I, I need some more time with it to see. My, my husband has a 4090, and he was saying he was getting some stuttering. But after playing for a longer period of time, he started noticing that less. So I, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure exactly. I, I will say the first time that I ran into stuttering, it was like game breaking to where like I couldn't play through a scene but every subsequent time i've played since it has gotten better and better and better and i'm not sure if it's just because now when i'm playing i'm shutting everything else off in the background so that it's just focusing on the game itself but it has gotten better yeah no so. same like I, i'm playing footage right now of me playing today badly but um you'll notice like at the beginning of the clip there was way more stuttering than there was later on in the clip i think i played for mm -hmm two or three hours on on this so i don't know if it's just like them finally caching all the graphics or or all the the elements that they need for the show but um not the show the uh <laughs> the game um but yeah definitely like the first times I, I i ran it there were there were a lot of issues at least stuttering and yeah i even even during cutscenes, it would pause and i'd be like what i like i knew what was happening because i'd played on ps5 but that initial crash, I'm pretty sure it stopped like four or five times before I actually crashed. And I was like, that's weird. That's a weird first thing to experience for this game on PC. Because like a new person would just be like, oh, I don't know if I want to continue on. Um, that being said, I I think, Brent, you said that they announced that they, the, the, was it? Uh, I, I caught like it's somebody, somebody posted a link uh to a tweet sent out i think it might have been a tweet or something sent out by housemark saying that they are going to address a lot of the uh a lot of those um stuttering issues in the first patch yeah and i know a lot apparently of... it's pretty universal yeah. like it's universal across the board for everybody so yeah yeah because it's already had its first patch like digital digital foundry did a, a fairly good review on it and where um i believe they said also from housemark that it's it's not from shader pre-compilation it's mm -hmm. uh geometry mesh creation that uh they think is causing most of the stuttering that makes sense and yeah where they were also expecting to to get have some of the stuttering fixed in a patch but the first patch was already on the 17th so i don't know yeah. if if they, if, that, if they think it's already mostly fixed or if yeah. there's another one. I, didn't, I, yeah. I looked at the release notes um, a couple of days ago when, that, when it got patched. I didn't see anything about the okay. stuttering. But um, you, to be honest, like every PC port of a Sony game has had stuttering. Even the Little Big Planet game that just got released a couple of months ago, that had stuttering. And that's not a like graphically mm -hmm. heavy game. Um, so I don't know if it's just going from that this platform to, to the PC platform that... There's something I know. I know those games are fine tuned for that hardware. So maybe moving to a more generalized one is a little bit harder. Um, any other thoughts on the gameplay before we yes. move on? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think uh, yeah for for the audience, um, the gameplay is fantastic. Housemark has a huge history of shoot 'em ups dating back to uh, like the the early '90s with Stardust. Mm -hmm. 
but you know, taking that that shoot 'em up bullet hell genre and going into third person and adding a roguelite and story element on top of it, I think is very creative and very innovative. Um, there's not there's not really any other game like it, and the controls are very very good. Um, they are extremely tight and crispy. Very good hitboxes. Um, I think for anyone that la- that likes fast twitchy gameplay, this is the game for you. Uh, the guns are also very unique. I don't want to get into spoilers, but they the way that they function is is pretty creative. Yeah, yeah, they're very different. I've I'm still mm. unlocking new ones because I'm not through the game, but I. They're they're fun I, and I I love that it changes the way you play the game, yeah. just because you can't. I love the yeah. I love the variety of and not just that like there's uh the different variety of weapons that there are, but that each weapon has its own variety yeah of attachments and build ons that you can that you can unlock for it. So that each time you pick up like every time you pick up like a machine gun in the game, uh you're not picking up the same machine gun every time. It's always different. It's always something new. It's always like something new to build on. Yeah. So it just um, keeps every run fresh. <laughs> yeah. I think if if anything that's that's kind of a downside to the game where a lot of I'll say yeah, I don't want to say too many spoilers, but um a lot of the best guns in the game are deceptively bad when you first pick them up. Right. So um a lot of new players will You can just say it's spit moss shit. Everybody hates the spit moth. Spit moth's garbage. Everybody hates it. House marker, I'm sorry. Spit moth sucks. That's a note it's, that it's I'll the, have to. It's I, the I best gun for Nemesis for speedrunners. So I, I don't know. But uh, with rapid speed. Anyway, I'm not, not going to get into it. But um, yeah, so I think a lot of people, you know, will pick up a gun and be like, I can't use this. They just keep getting hit. Like, this is this is terrible. And then and then never use it again. Uh, where, yeah, they really just require like certain specific traits that you you need to unlock on them. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's it's a little sad that um, I think some people don't get to experience some of the best parts of the game uh, because they don't get they don't give the best guns a chance. That's interesting. Now I'm now I'm rethinking the builds I do when I'm playing the game. I haven't I haven't read any guides. I know there are some really good guys out there. That but, to me isn't a fault on the game though. That's a fault on the player. Like if they're give, they're giving yeah. you the option in the game to unlock these things, to explore, to try variety. If the player decides that they are stuck in their ways and they don't want to do that, then that's kind of on them for not discovering all that stuff. Well, let let, let me ask yeah, you, yeah. let me ask you guys this: Are there any real like tips that you would give a uh, a new player that you know you didn't really understand about the game before, like until you I, beat the game? Like like I new, like picking guns that didn't seem as good at first like that's a good idea like i didn't that is i never thought about that that's the biggest thing for me i didn't understand weapon traits when i was playing the game originally i didn't understand that you know like i could every time i got a new gun and it had like uh you know this thing on the bottom with like you know zero percent i'm like what the hell is that like Mm -hmm. i didn't realize that that was an upgrade to the weapon that you're unlocking as you play and that as you get further in the game and you unlock more and more, you start getting way better ones. So I didn't realize the importance of really unlocking all of those traits. Like when you're playing the game, if you come across, you pick up a weapon, you've 100%ed everything on it. Okay, great. You see another weapon. You may not like that weapon, but if it has traits to unlock, pick it up and unlock them. 
because it just leads to better performance down the road. Yeah, um, I will say, Raven, to, to what you said about it not being on Housemark, I do think that some of the best guns are uh, unlockable later in the game. Mm -hmm. So you do, by that point, you've unlocked some of the guns that have, well, I will say they, they do have better, like, ease of use, right? They're very beginner-friendly, so people, people gravitate to them early on. Yeah. And then by that point, you've also already, well, you've, you've become comfortable with it and you've unlocked some traits on it. So going from that to this new gun that doesn't have any traits on it, that, that is, you know, really shitty when you first try it. Like, I can see why the, you, you would not want to switch. Yeah. And that to me is where uh, the tower comes in really well, because the playing through the tower was the first time where I started giving a lot of weapons that I really poo-pooed and, and put to the side, really started giving them a chance. And because you can upgrade them a lot faster in the tower. And that's when I realized, like, there's the coil spine, for example. I wasn't, I hated it the first time. I couldn't stand it. I hated that gun. It was horrible. It was horrible. Then I started using it in the tower. And as I started unlocking the traits, where I was like, oh, damn, this weapon is good. Like, this is really, really good. Can we talk about the tower Sisyphus? Because I was not part of the game when I played it. Um, that and the co op, <laughs> which I didn't even realize was a thing. <laughs> until I loaded up the PC version. Like, I, I assume that came, I, I think I read that that came later, like just that was uh, about a year. It was about a year ago. It was a patch that added uh, the tower and uh, co-op to the game at the same time. Yeah, March 22nd. Yes. Um, tell me, tell me about this tower Sisyphus. I never ended up playing it on the PC or PS5, to be honest. It's just a never ending run. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, it's an uh, endless arcade challenge mode. It just oh. gets harder and harder. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds very bullet hell like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll let you cover this, Pascal, because I think my high score on that is like ten thousand, and all you guys like L and Vin, like we come from a whole community of of like speedrunners and pros of this game, like. One of our friends, Cave, is uh, a world record holder uh, in both the PS5 and PC version now, nice. who's then runs at AG, uh, AGDQ for the game. Um, we've got friends like L and Vin who are like on the top 10 leaderboards of all players in the tower. Like, it's it's a grind, but like, it's something that never clicked for me. I never really, I like the tower, I like the concept of it, but the gameplay of it never clicked for me. And I think it you can tell the people at Clicksmore because you can see the people who are like after going through phase one, I'm sitting on like nine hundred points and they're sitting on like fifty five thousand and I'm like, Oh, okay, clearly you know something I don't. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Um so overall I think I think that the tower was great. I would recommend everyone to to give it a try, everyone that has the game. Uh it's it's very addicting. You can just keep playing yeah you're not limited by the amount of enemies in in one room one level yeah it's it's just uh well not a gore fest it's an <laughs> it's an action past packed fest of of enemies and gunplay it's really great i know you um, need the the grappling tool to get up there uh the first yes. time do, do you yeah. suggest people going in as soon as you get that grapple tool or do you want to wait or should you uh, wait until you get a little bit older if new players i would suggest going into the tower once you've cleared the game the first time yeah yeah okay uh, yeah, have have every weapon unlocked at the ready the the tower progression is based on your in-game progression so whatever you've unlocked in the main game is what you've unlocked in the tower so and that's what's caused a lot of speedrunners to do what's known as like um 
what do you call it? like a, a, a tailored save tailored save file basically mm-hmm. where you play through the game and you only unlock uh items and weapons that will benefit you in the tower so that when you go into the tower the rng is in your favor mm-hmm. so that you're more likely to get the weapon and the traits that, that will help you get further into it some people call that cheating it's an in-game <laughs> mechanic i'm gonna say this right now for all those people who say it's cheating it is an in-game mechanic. You are allowed yes. to do it. Yes. It is not cheating. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's well within the scope of the game. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's yeah, manipulation, so... yes, but it's manipulation that's allowed. Yeah, like... and it's it's really like just a time save, mm-hmm. uh, mostly, at least for the for the RNG aspect. Um, yeah, so there was an uh, there was a patch and a reset to the tower leaderboard, and yeah, they they rebalanced some things that I don't particularly love. Um, well, I think one of my the biggest changes that I did not like was they removed. I mean, we called it a saving grace, where if you uh, were hit without a shield and your health was in the green, it would first take your health down to the red, the you know low low health part of your health bar before a next hit would actually kill you. Yeah. Uh, now in the tower, you can get one shot when your health is still in the green, or even full health. Yeah, that's the main so reason that's... why I gave up on the tower, is because it's once you hit a certain level, unless you're a god-tier player, you don't stand a chance. Like... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the furthest and, I and made that's... it is phase 7, and I'm like, I don't even know how I made it that far, and I'm watching you guys who are hitting like phase 60, phase 70, and I'm like, it blows my mind. Like, <laughs> um, so and that, so that is inconsistent with the base game. In the base game, you do still have that saving grace. Um, so I I can see why they they did it. I mean, they did many things to just to ramp up the difficulty. I just think it's a bad design because, um. When you have the saving grace, when you, your health goes into the red, you get like sort of red around your screen and Celine, your character, ma- makes a certain sound. And um, yeah, so you just you just know you get this like v- visual and audio cue that you're in danger of being killed and you know you need to slap on a shield. Um, whereas if they remove it, you have to now be always like moving your eyeballs from the center of the screen. You have to move it to the bottom left corner to check how many shields you have on and also to the bottom right of your screen to see if you have an adrenaline shield on. So it's just, it's, it, it just doesn't work as well. I, I, I just don't think it's designed as well, but I, you know, it is what it is. We can work around it. Yeah. Um, it's not my biggest complaint about the tower right now currently uh and and Which yeah is... well, we can have we can have we can have a discussion about bugs as well oh, yeah. yeah but so before the ps pc version actually came out we had recently discovered in the ps5 community that there was a, a glitch actually in the game uh called the adrenaline coolant glitch where um the adrenaline coolant is an artifact that I don't know how much I should get into it, but basically it lets you use your special. It reduces the cooldown on using your special, using your alt fire. Mm-hmm. And we discovered there's a glitch where you can basically kind of get the artifact, get that bonus, and then delete the artifact and reacquire it. And the bonus will stack and it'll keep stacking until you're basically like almost sim- simultaneously like shooting out like 60 specials at once and especially if your special is 
the that's cheating. Uh, this the shield breaker. Yeah, like that. I think is cheating because that, unlike the tailored saves, that's using a bug, right? That goes well beyond the scope of the code. So that's how, uh, and we know we know for a fact, basically, that we have, we have strong evidence that that some of the at, at least three of the top five scores on the PS5 are using this glitch now, if not more, uh, likely at least four, I would say. So that's yeah, that's not great. Um, but now on the PC version, the top score is nearly a billion at phase nine, which is which is like impossible. That makes no like... that makes no sense. That literally makes no sense. We, you know, for tower, you want to do like a lot of mid air melees. We are already doing like as much of those as possible. Um, and with even with the AC glitch, that that's more for longevity. That will not get you more points, um, more point density. So it some that's fishy as hell something yeah. is the, going the key, on there the key in the tower is point multipliers and like yeah. the best way to do that to stack those up is by attacking and killing enemies um with melee attacks rather than shooting them that stacks your your multiplier up more and more so there's a limit to what you can get points wise because of that and now all of a sudden we're seeing these scores coming in that are like double the the theoretical limit so like there's some fishiness more, going on there yeah, yeah definitely more than double yeah I, by phase nine no there's no way you should have anywhere near that um yeah so very fishy and it's just if you know if there are exploits and hacks going on that makes the tower leaderboard um broken and meaningless yeah. <laughs> unfortunately and that's, right? that's going to be the big concern going forward is like I'm hoping that they keep the PS5 and the PC leaderboard separate because it's there's always going to be a way for people to hack the PC version as opposed to the PS5 version. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine there that would happen without any hacks yeah. or mods, and there is no anti-cheating software attached to this. I I don't see anything in any of the notes regarding it, so I don't even know if they're monitoring it. Yeah, I don't know. Um... But other than that, you know, if you're not too focused on uh, some of the top scores, I think Tower is still a really fun experience. And like I said, I would definitely recommend everyone try it. One day when I beat this game, I'm definitely going to jump into yeah. it. One day. Um, there is also co-op that added that they added. Have you guys played much of the co-op? Um, yeah. I haven't. I, I've been wanting to try it, but I've heard that the co-op makes the game a lot harder. Oh, I've heard it's actually considerably more difficult with the partner. The um, difficulty stacks? But I, I've, I've, I, I guess I've been wanting to try it and see exactly what it is because I have a friend who I've been trying to get to play this game for a long time. And even now that it's free on, on PlayStation, if you have the subscription, I you know, finally get it and he still hasn't yet. But I'm like, I want to come up with you in Christ's sake. Turf, get the damn game. Um, One day I'll play It Takes right. Two again. <laughs> yeah, we have to finish that. <laughs> um yeah how how is the co-op uh, pascal uh yeah i think it's great um i think from what i've heard the the pc version i haven't tried it on pc but it doesn't have uh voice audio in uh voice chat in pc oh. uh which is un unfortunate i mean I, you can always you know hook up on discord or or somehow mm -hmm. uh you know like there's people that join the the housemark discord the official discord and find uh partners that way um, for a long time, though, there were a lot of people that would do that and, or, you know, go ask for help on, on either Reddit or the Housemark Discord, and people that would be willing to help them would be experienced players, and usually the advice we'd give then is to, like, first try playing the game yourself um, solo, because that, that's 
really when you get the most out of it and then only if you're like really stuck to to ask for help but i think you know yeah besides that i think the best way to play co-op is if you are at the same like point as a friend of yours or if you if you're starting or if you're starting the game together right from from the get-go and you just want to want to go through it together that's that's fine right but like if there when there's a big skill gap it's it's less fun yeah um i know that um the ps5 is getting the discord um integration pretty soon it's on the beta right now so i i have it on my ps5 um and you know that that's very very helpful now that uh you know we have a lot of cross-platform games i don't know if this Mm -hmm. game um you can play with the ps5 for the um co-op no i I haven't heard anything about cross-platform for this no i wasn't sure um this game at least when i started playing it um the audio design like i'm i'm a very audio aware person and i played this in surround sound at first and then i ended up getting the the um pulse headset which adds yeah brent has headset on right now and the 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 pulse headset with this game the the audio design (laughs) is amazing so going into the pc i was you know i was sort of weary because i have a 7.1 headset as well but i also have these i have in-ear monitors i have like music production earphones and i have studio monitors for my sound so i was wondering how well the sound would translate moving from a home theater and a special um specialty headset to where it is but they've also added a dolby atmos to the pc version so based on my setup everything sounds really good like speakers um, earphones um i haven't had any issues have you guys noticed anything or have the you the sound your... the sound quality honestly is that's my that's my a plus rating for this game more mm-hmm. than anything else they nailed the audio for this mm-hmm. um so much so that like because i have been praising it uh and going into people's streams and and they've been asking me like you know questions about the game and i've been telling them the audio is my favorite part and is it better than the ps5 is it better than the ps5 I was like, you know what? I don't really know 100%. So I put the PS5 version on today, put the Pulse 3Ds on, played for a little bit, came over, put the PC version on, put the Pulse 3Ds on, and it is night and day how much better the PC audio is. Really? Um, it's Everything is so much more vibrant, is so much more specific. You hear every footstep, every crunch in the ground. Like I said, you hear the enemies drooling around you. Like, there is not a single thing that you can't pinpoint. Looking, You look at an atmosphere, and everything you look at, you can hear the sounds coming off of it. Like, it is unbelievable, the audio quality in this game. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's it has that in the PS5, but I felt it was very muted. Like, mm-hmm. the, just the difference going back and forth is once I switched to the PC, it's like everything was crystal clear. Like, nothing was blending together. Everything was its own separate source. Like unbelievable unbelievable pascal yeah yeah i think i'm i'm not the most sensitive person when it comes to but well both like video and audio but even i had like uh like is it is is the audio even better somehow on pc (laughs) yeah it sounded really great it did and i think i i agree um raven the audio is top tier um, the they won a lot of awards. Uh, oh gosh, okay, I am gonna die on this hill that it was a crime. <laughs> they weren't even nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. 
Cry. I'm gonna and... retroactively go back and the year that I picked Ender Lilies as my or no, not um Eternal Noctis. I've picked that as my game of the year. That year, I'm retroactively going back and and changing it to Returnal because I since playing Returnal, I now realize that that was the far superior game that year. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so like, yeah, because they won um, best action game at the Game Award and used really, really excellent music piece choice for that. That I'm I'm not going to spoil, but um, yeah, I appreciated that. But yeah, so they won best action game over. Uh, Deathloop, but Deathloop was nominated for Game of the Year, even though it beat it in that category. I don't know. It made, it made way no better sense. than Deathloop. Deathloop. Deathloop is a weird, was a weird game that. Yeah. It yeah. was a it was a misadvertised game. Yep. It was a very heavily misadvertised game. Yep. Uh, that's that's all I'll say. We we that. we talked about it on this show. I think because yeah. me me and you were really excited for the game. We, we got were it and we're very. Like, this is not what we thought I, it was going to be. <laughs> I thought Deathloop was going to be Returnal. Yep. That's what I was expecting from it. I wasn't expecting it to be... Uh, it was more Hitman-esque. It was more puzzle-like. Uh, and I was expecting it to be much more like, no, go in, fight a bunch of guys. When you die, you retain that knowledge, and you go back in, and you get better and better. And that was not the game. Uh, we're not I've here to talk about Deathloop, so... <laughs> yeah, I've heard Prey Moon Crash, Arcane's previous, is more like what people... It's like the better Deathloop than Deathloop, but I haven't played it yet. It's on my list. Anyway, Dishonored, Dishonored um, was the better Deathloop than Deathloop. Yeah, I agree. This it was very um, it was just Dishonored, but with a new skin. To be honest, I, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Yeah. So they also did not win. Uh, I think Forza won Best Audio Design at the Game Awards, which um, I mean, no, no disrespect to Forza. They, they, I know they have really, really good uh, vroom vroom sounds, but. Um, <laughs> No, I know. Honestly, I, I know they are really, really good, but the the audio design in Returnal, uh, the guns, the guns sound delicious, and there's a lot of audio cues everywhere, right? The uh, the alt fire recharging, the when things are coming to attack you, um, yeah. Uh, wait, what? what did well, I there, there's notes? something to be said about a game where you can go into the real yeah. world and just take samples of these real cars and these real roads and stuff but this one you had to actually build everything like everything is there's no there's not a real world uh comparison to it like the vines that are creeping in the first biome um that has an amazing sound like Mm -hmm. i noticed it really for the first time on pc um as i was trying to do picture mode uh trying to figure out how to get into picture mode. and i'm excited to play through more on pc and hear what the audio quality for like the difference between each of the biomes because i've only made it as far as biome two and you can hear the the vast difference like the first biome you're you're hearing those cavernous sounds you're hearing those echoes you're hearing like the moisture dripping off stalactites everywhere and then when you get into the second biome you're hearing those the winds and the sands blowing by you you're hearing like the sand hitting off of the buildings around you it's like it's so perfect how well they've done with it so I'm excited to see how each different biome stacks up audio-wise. Yeah. So they were at least... Uh, what's the word? They, the, the situation was somewhat... Uh, they were vindicated, at least, at the, at the BAFTAs. They, they did get... Uh, they, they got the most BAFTAs uh, that year. They had uh, Best Game, Audio Achievement, and uh, Music, as well as Jane Perry for uh, Best Performer in a Leading She's Role. She's amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um... Shoot, there was something else I was going to say about that. 
I'm sorry I jumped in on that. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> I got excited because um, mm -hmm. uh, Jane Perry's performance as as oh yep go for it. No, no go ahead go ahead. Oh yeah. I was just gonna say her performance is has to be top notch because she is the person that is bringing you throughout this whole story. Like there's no one else that she talks to, and there is a lot of um, depth to this character, especially as you un like as you go through the the story and you find out more and more about you know the house and her history and stuff that i can't talk about yeah <laughs> um yeah so i i, I think definitely yeah the audio and game of the year uh would be my top choices but i think also the, they maybe should have also won some uh best like technical achievement awards because they they did a lot I, we didn't we didn't really get into this but they they um for instance the particles the or sorry the tentacles they tried to originally do that with the traditional tech and it just wasn't performing well enough. So they had to redesign it. They simulate the particles, they simulate the tentacles with their particle system. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty innovative there. That's so crazy. And, and I think this is the first game, at least on the PS5 where I was like, this is what ray tracing can actually do. Like all of mm -hmm. the, the visual um, reflections, the, yeah. Just the the look of the bullets that are coming at you or coming out of the guns, it was it was so visually astounding at the time. Even now, like even on PC, even though I can't run it in full ray tracing, it's still a gorgeous game. Yeah. The reflections, my God. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did, uh, Housemark did do a VFX breakdown video that I can drop somewhere. But yeah, they had, so they had the particle system they had um, a, glo a global fluid simulation grid where, um, yeah, that they, they, that they use to affect various things in the environment, like the, the fog, the vegetation, and it's affected by like well, your, your weapons, by your, your dash, by your melee. So it's uh, even one of the bosses, one of the, the, the bodies of uh, one of the bosses is completely done with the particle system. So I think, yeah, they have a lot of great technical achievement um, to keep keep the performance up, um, and on the PC, obviously they added increased field of uh, field of view. They added ultra wide. Uh, they added ray tracing. They added ray traced audio as well, yep. which yeah also sounds amazing. So there there's definitely a lot of really cool uh, extra tech in the PC version as well. I I know my I convinced my nephew to get this game. He's four. 13, 14, but he has an ultra wide. And it's a selfish vision because I want to go over there and just see what this looks like <laughs> in one of those giant monitors. I have two 27 inches, but like I I would totally just replace it so I can play a game like this on, on that giant screen. Oh, I can't imagine. Um, So I think we hit all the, the main categories. Is there anything else we want to touch on in the the as we talk about this game before we go to final thoughts anything um well we didn't talk about the the dual sense so i guess i can i can just quickly say the dual the dual sense is great it uh the adaptive triggers are very natural uh the the haptics are very good you can feel the raindrops in your hands yeah 
the game very very much when you load it up is 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 very much pushing you towards using the ps5 tech and there's a yeah. reason for that because it was developed for the ps5 tech yeah. and it's plays the best with it mm-hmm. like oh, use yeah. use the dual sense controller use the pulse 3d headset like use as much ps equipment as you can for it because it just makes it such a perfect experience I know. Um, yeah, the the intro yeah. scene is really good with the haptics. Yes, we we were talking. We've talked about this many times. I know Brent. Um, we've talked about playing different games on different platforms based on our experience, and the Dual Sense is definitely one of the things where I'm like, you know, I can get this on, you know, PC, but I want to feel how it feels yeah. on the controller. Um, and I know, like right now, as I'm thinking about getting the new Jedi, uh, game, um. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Play it again. I know till the end of April, but that's okay. Um, I'm debating whether I want to play it with a, you know, feel that lightsaber on my controller or play it on my PC where mm-hmm. I can play it on my Steam Deck. I'm oh, I'm always I'm a I'm a PlayStation purist through and through. I I need the PlayStation to get my platinum trophies. I need it to to use for all my accessories. Like I mean, I the Dual Sense. I can't. There's just nothing that beats the Dual Sense controller wise. Like. And the PC they, support. They hit it out like, of the park with that. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, I forgot to mention, I've been playing this on my Steam Deck as well, which is the portable. Oh, yeah. Actually, that. I meant to. How is it on the Steam Deck? It is not great. Um, it's still. <laughs> it's un- not a game that's meant to be portable. Like. It's, well, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I'm playing. I've played Uncharted on there. I've played most of the, um, the ports, but I don't think it's optimized for it yet. I can play it, but the starting, no, but- the starting is even more. Um, There's time. a difference between like playing something like this and playing something like Uncharted. Like Uncharted is it's it's it, it's generated the same way every time you play it. The enemies are in the same places every time you play it. Whereas this is you have to be ready. You have to like know what's going on around you 360 at all times. Yeah. And if you don't, then then you're screwed. I feel like you, and I think I you think lose that happen. playing hand. I think you, but I. Uh, then again, I haven't played the handheld, so I can't True. say for certain. But I feel like you would lose that quality. I got uh, through the first handheld. biome on handheld, so I think that's good enough as it is. Mm. The stuttering just happens way more frequently, at least on it. Mm. Um, normally, the the developers will make a set of um, configurations just for this the stream deck or Steam deck. But when I jumped into the game, it popped all of my PC settings in there, and I was just like, nope. Take that all yeah. off. No epic for <laughs> for you. But it's fun. Like I, I would definitely play that on the go, or at least on my couch. Or I'd play it on my couch already. I would play it in my bed before I go to bed. <laughs> um yeah, because that's where I play Dead Cells. That's where I play a lot of my PC Katie. games. That's where all your starters got yeah. in. Starting, yeah, <laughs> graveyard keeper. Uh, yeah, I always knew when you were in bed when I see uh, when I see your name pop up on Steam and Stardew Valley. I'm like, oh, Eric's going to bed <laughs> <laughs> or Dreamlight Valley, that Disney game. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I gotta do my farming tonight. Um, yeah, uh, any other so, things before? F- yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe maybe I should take this time to get into like bugs and housemark critique. Yes, go for it for uh, sure. Yes. So yeah, I'll just preface by saying like I I love Housemark. I I'm gonna be their biggest supporter. I'm gonna buy all their games. Um, you know, yeah, they're great developers. They produce great games. Um, but I I say this this comes from a place of love, right? We we love this game so much that we have to be honest about uh, where its weak points are. 
So, um, well, the first one, I guess, isn't necessarily a bug, but a Raven, just because you brought this up before we started streaming with the, the DMJ. The DMJ. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you could explain, because you explained that a hell of a lot better than I would, mm-hmm. what that is. Yes. So DMJ is dash melee jump, uh, which is pressing those three buttons really fast in succession. And it uses animation canceling to, yeah, basically achieve a really fast, long, big jump. Uh, and so like it's a advanced. Lot of, yeah. A lot of the streamers like rebind their controllers so that the like so that you basically can do all of it in like one really quick motion so that they basically just do this throughout the entire game to get their runs faster. Yes. So it's an advanced movement tech used a lot by speedrunners. Um which I, I, I do also speedrun the game. Um so yeah, you had brought it up, Raven, because for some reason all, all the other speedrunners in our community have been saying that it's harder to do the DMJs on the DualSense on the PC version. Uh, they say it's it's easier with the DualShock or with an Xbox controller. Uh, so I don't know why. For some reason, I'm the only one that ha- doesn't have any trouble doing it. But I, I thought it would be worth mentioning. I don't know if they, they changed something up with the with the frames there. But yeah. Uh, so other than that, yes, bugs. There's obviously, you know, small minor bugs that have never gotten fixed that aren't a big deal. Uh, I think the biggest bugs that would impact normal players are uh, Nemesis, uh, especially in co-op. But Nemesis is also uh, bugged in, in single player and that affects speedrunners more. But in co-op, you will... <laughs> your partner will fall through the floor infinitely and oh. that's yes not great <laughs> so also you know not i mean depends not if your partner's the biggest, carrying their weight or not yeah yeah not the biggest deal maybe at the end of the day but you know not not a great experience um so yeah me play, that, let me fall i trust you <laughs> yeah right right uh, if you could pick which one, yeah. Um, the, I think the biggest bug that bothers me uh, that I, I just feel like I need to mention, so Housemark or Sony, if you're if you're listening, is there is I don't know if I should call it eating inputs, but it's kind of like it's eating inputs. It's which is which is just like sacrilege in a game with the controls this good. And uh, such a fast-paced game. But it's where if you jump and melee and then grapple, so you're supposed to be able to do that sequence, right? Then the problem is if you try to do it again, you can't melee again. You you just, you jump and you're left just kind of hanging. You You try to attack an enemy and you're just left all vulnerable, not doing anything. And this will just keep, you can just keep happening. Uh, yeah, you can just keep doing this. So I think, I'm not sure exactly, because obviously I don't have the source code, but I think it's something related to, it seems like it's considering, because you can only melee once per jump. Mm-hmm. So I think it's considering like you're still in a single jump. If you, if you grapple, if you do jump, melee, grapple, and then keep doing that, you won't do all, all, any of the subsequent any of the subsequent melees. So that's really not great for the tower, especially. Uh, top players have been kind of working around it 
where every time after we grapple, we'll do like a little hop and then do like a real jump and and melee. Um, but it's kind of like you're working with a, an other, an extra permanent malfunction that I think really shouldn't be there. <laughs> so yeah, it's like ha having a, a bug in your like basic inputs is uh, not fun. <laughs> Um, now, is this like just the PC version you've noticed this on, or no, is this both. also like PlayStation? Okay. PlayStation, PS5, and PC. Yeah, it's been yeah. there for a really long time. Um, and I think a lot of people don't notice it. It's not as flashy as like falling through the ground in Nemesis, but it, so it, it's a very subtle but very insidious bug and it affects everyone. Um, how's. It, you, can, you can consistently repro it. Um, how is um, Marquee with the community? Like, are they very open with. Um... Like, I know I, a lot of companies are open to talking on Twitter. Like, I used to play Destiny yeah. 2 a lot, like, and for a long time, Bungie was very open in their communication. And then after a certain point, they would sort of just disappear and the community would be like, what's going on? I mean, a year ago when I was streaming this game a lot, I uh, on three separate occasions, I had three separate devs from the game pop into my channel just mm -hmm. to, like, kind of watch and ask you know my thoughts on the game and everything like that and they'd hang out and they'd chat and then be gone i'd never see them again but i don't expect them to come back they're just they're checking out their game and i've heard from like several other streamers that they've had them pop into theirs as well um so i know that at least a year ago they were very active in twitch like they were very active going in and out of communities not so much now which i wonder if that's going to pick up now with the pc version out if they're going to start yeah. popping in and checking out those streams but i haven't seen any mm. indication of that yet yes i'm very glad you asked eric <laughs> um, so yeah I, I i think they were more involved um unfortunately the it, it's been kind of felt it's been kind of a problem in the Returnal community that they've been pretty radio silent for a long time now. Um, so they haven't fixed a lot of the major bugs that I talked about both just recently and and the like tower bugs that we talked about previous uh, yeah earlier in the in the podcast. So they had some of these um, these major bugs like that that nemesis falling uh, sorry yeah, I've the, the the bug where you fall infinitely at one of the one of the bosses. Um, they they did not uh, fix that. Although you would think it's it's a pretty major bug. Yeah. Um, yes. Other other things that they they've just they haven't fixed bugs, and worse than that, they haven't communicated with the community at all since. Um, so it's been definitely a lot of frustration. Uh, I've seen a lot of people in uh, Discord and Reddit, you know, saying they feel like Housemark doesn't care about the community anymore. So that's yeah, that's very unfortunate because I, I I really love the developers. I I would love it if there were more of um, more of a relationship there with their players. Mm -hmm. And. Even actually, yeah, getting back to the speedrunning, even there, the, the speeding, speedrunning community, um, yeah, they, they, they've never been particularly involved with the speedrunning community. Besides, we do know for a fact that they're, um, when the DMJ was discovered, they had internal talks and decided to keep it in, and we, we thank them for that. <laughs> um, yes, but I know, like, they never, when we were at GDQ, 
you know, for lots of other devs will will often pop in and and donate as well when you're you're running their game and House Mark did not. So we were yeah, kind of on our own and there are, there are definitely certain things that would help with speedrunning. Uh, like um, having even having the cycle timer pause when you pause the game, yep. <laughs> or yeah, that, that, would, that would be nice. But actually, in the in the PC version, it's so far looking worse for speedrunning. I'm sure we'll find we'll find certain things that will make it easier. Uh, maybe maybe there might be some out of bound things that we'll find stuff like that. But for example, there's one skip that we have in the third biome where you can kind of cut across a large part of the biome and that no longer works in the PC version. R.I.P. Frosty like, Skip. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I haven't compared it, but I think maybe they just like moved a grapple up higher so you can't reach it, which mm. I like, I don't like, it's not going to affect casual players. It's not really that big a deal. I don't know why they would do that, but um, yes, yeah, so. Housemark, please. We just want your love. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder. I remember the day that was found. How excited everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how Climax Studios feels about um, all of this stuff too, because they're the ones who ported it to PC, or how much input they have on changing the game. Because um, I don't know how the development cycle would work for them, because I think they're yeah. the main studio pushing that, right? Yes, yes. Climax Studios did do the port. Uh, I did notice they they did uh, outright change one thing. There, um, there is usually like a little healing item at the start of biomes that that you get, and in the PS5 version, there isn't that in at the last biome, uh, except in co-op. But yeah, it's not there in the last biome. It used to be on the version one on the unpatched, uh, yeah, 1.0 version, but it's not there anymore. It hasn't been for a long time. Uh, but it's there in the PC version. So I, part of me is again thinking like, this is almost like a drinking game. Like, is this a bug or not? Like story <laughs> of Returnal. Oh man, oh, that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Um, is there anything we else we want to talk about before any final thoughts? I, I think I've touched everything that I wanted to yeah. hit here. Brent, I, no, I think I've covered everything I wanted to get at. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I think I covered everything as well. I think yes. I think like we can give our final thoughts. Like personally for me, I think this is a good port, at least for my machine. I think it's it is requirement heavy for a lot of people. And I, I know a lot of my friends don't have upgraded rigs yet, but would love to play this game. And PS5s are still a little bit hard to find. Um, they're getting more prevalent, but um, hopefully like. Video cards or PS5s? Which one's harder to find right now? No one knows. Um, I think it's a great game, though, still. Even with the stuttering issues with what I've... With my badness with the game, I, I still have a lot of fun with it, and I, I'm definitely looking forward to playing more on the PC. Brent, we'll, we'll, we'll save our guests for last. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's, it's, there's some clear performance issues that I think... Um, Making a game that demanding right now seemed like a poor decision. Uh, I understand that you want to get the best product you can out there, but making a game that releases in this day and age where like over half of the PC owners out there can't properly play it is, is you know, that's not great. But that being said, once I am able to play it properly on the higher settings, like the audio alone 
is going to make me play through the entire PC version from beginning to end again. Um, like 100%, it was it was that impressive to me. Um, I love the game. The game has always been super important to me. Like as a streamer, it was vital in me when I start like in me starting in in meeting people originally. Like this was the game that started me going. Yeah. So I hold a lot of love for it in that sense. Um, but 100%, once I get my once my new PC rig is finished, like I will be playing this game again from start to finish. Nice. And our special guest. Yeah, so I think it's uh, I think Returnal is a very special game. Uh, the the gameplay is really top tier. The audio is top tier. Um, the the story I think has a lot of depth. Um, the the PC port I'm not I'm not very familiar with the PC gaming. I I want to say it's a good port. Um, I, yeah, I would I would recommend. If if you think you have any interest in bullet hell ish games, definitely pick this up. Uh, it's yeah, it's really fantastic. Yeah, the only downside is some bugs and uh, some lack of communication from Housemark. Which mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, at one point we weren't sure if that might be you know we don't even know if that's like due to Housemark or due to Sony. But regardless, yeah, like we know Sony. The other Sony studios do communicate more about bugs, so that that would yeah. be uh, lovely to to hear more on. For sure. Don't but forget I to tell it... people make sure you get a bandage for your bloody forehead from beating your head against the wall and file one as a new player. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It will I happen. Thought... It will happen. You know what? I forgot to ask you. If you had to rate this out of ten, what would it be, Brent? Uh, Return on a whole or the PC PC, PC port? port? Yeah. Uh, I as a port, I would rate it at an eight. I think um, I think it didn't need to be as high performance as it is, um, but I think if you have the capability to play in high performance, I think it's it's a, a, a very impressive port. I just think right now I don't like how it's limited to people. Pascal. Well, for for the PS5 version, I'll, I'll say that first. I mean, my my heart wants to say ten out of ten. But I'll I'll say like nine point five just because of of, of the bugs. Um, <laughs> uh, for the PC port, again, I'm not super familiar with PC gaming, um, and I don't have a low end system. So for me, and, and we we haven't played it enough, and with potential upcoming patches mm-hmm. where they'll fix some of the stuttering. So I'll I'll go with nine. Nice, nice. Um, I'm actually going to go with nine as well for the PC port. Having played the previous Sony ports um, onto the PC, this is actually one of the better performing ones. And um, I do have a higher end rig, so it does play pretty nice on my computer. Um, I do find a lot of the stuttering, at least when you first boot up the game, weird that it that it stays there and then sort of smooths out as you go through the game. But I always you know. read everything the lowest, unless it's Mortal Kombat, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Anyway, um, uh, thank you guys for coming on and talking about um, Returnal. Like, I'm, I'm glad that it's out again and that I sort of get to rediscover it because I don't know why I stopped playing the PS5 version. I assume I got distracted like so many of my other games on that, uh, on that wall it's... over there. I love that the PC version is out now for a whole new audience to find it because it's exactly. always been an incredible game that has been like 
Yeah, right there on the cusp of really blowing up and becoming uh, an immensely popular game. But in, sure. uh, but for now, it's it's like our little secret, and now <laughs> the world gets to to gets to see it. Yeah, I hope. It, yeah, I hope it does well on on Steam and the Epic Store. I agree. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people didn't even know about this game, didn't even hear about it, mm-hmm. uh, despite some of the awards it got and uh, it got and, and all that. But yeah, if I hope it, I hope it does really well on PC as well. I hope. How smart gets all the funding they need to to make a great new game and have a lot of bug support for it and community support, please, and hire community managers and all that. <laughs> Would you want a Returnal sequel? Having like with you guys being so no. in tune um, with it? No, no, not not story wise. No, I think the story is good as it is, but definitely some kind of uh, spiritual I'm, successor. Yeah, at least, I'm probably or like a spiritual. Like yeah. Something that plays similarly, but as far as like the storyline goes, I'm fine with how this ended. I, it doesn't, but I mean, I said that about The Last of Us. <laughs> and I said that about The Last of Us 2. That's right. Um, we just keep bringing shit back. So, yeah. um, no, I'm, I don't think this needs a sequel. They don't really seem to do sequels either. Like, they, they do the, um, the spiritual sequels like Dead Nation and Alien Nation. They, they felt the mm-hmm. same, but we're different. Anyway, um, Speaking of, let's let's thank our guest Pascal Cat for coming on and talking. Is there is there a place we can find you? Let us know what's going on with your life. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm on a Twitch uh, TV slash Pascal Cat, uh, all one word, and uh, various discords. The Housemark uh, Discord, Speed Running Discord, uh, Reddit. Yes, all all the places. Pascal Cat. But yeah, it's uh, my my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Are Check you her doing... out on Twitch. She is doing her first playthrough of Hollow Knight right now, and it's <gasps> amazing. Oh, that's so exciting! I'm gonna have to check. Do you stream on regular days? Oh, no, no. no. I, I, my life is chaos. I understand. As someone who streams on random <laughs> days as well. Um, well, thank you again for coming on. This is awesome talking to people being like that are so passionate about this game, and you know, finding people that want to play this game. And I, I love watching all of you guys on Twitch playing a game much better than me, but that's okay. Um, thank you. Thank you again to Sony for um, the code for us to, to look at the game and to review it. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to talk about the Mandalorian when we come back. I think the first episode comes out next. Is, is it next week? You don't watch that. Do you? I, I don't know. I'm still on season one. That's fair. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. We'll get to something. <laughs> we'll talk about survivor on one of these episodes. Yeah. Oh God! It's just, it's just give me the mic and I'll just for hours. <laughs> All right, for Pascal, for Brent, for me, Eric. Thank you guys out there for watching and listening. We'll see you guys soon. Goodbye. Hi. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com/geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at Geeks with Kids, and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.